Are we all ready for today? I am. With our words yes. and our, and our uh, ex- exhortations for our each exhortation. other? Are we recording now? Oh, gosh. I Probably. did not. Yeah. I, You know me and my exhortations. Yeah. I struggled a little bit with all of this, but I, I think we're good. And I can't find my notes, so I thought there problem. were two separate ones. I thought our words were one, and then our exhortations were one. Oh. Oh, as far as the podcast, like this is yeah. one podcast, this is another podcast. But that's okay. I, I mean, I, I had it all as one, but I... Uh, well, we can see how long I'm she goes. I'm nervous about you exhorting magic. me. Me too. I want to let her exhort me first to see how hardcore I want to exhort her. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. We make her exhort. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, funny. dear. Okay, you're leading us though, right? I Yes, I okay. will. Rachie, lead on. Uh, we just, just you know, I'm pulling up my Bible app, so don't <laughs> freak out at me that I'm on my phone. Okay. No, so we wanted to talk about, um, it, it, as tradition now, uh, our third season. Of, <laughs> of picking a word that kind of sums up where we're at and where we see the year headed. Yeah, where we want to be at. Right, That's where we want to be at. And uh, I, yeah, I'll start. I, my, I think I've already said this a couple times, but and I'm sticking with it. Okay. Um, that my word for this year is surrender. Ooh. Is this a new word from last year? I don't remember my word from I don't last either. year. I wonder, did we do it last year? We did because. I don't feel like, I don't think I did. Was that when you were not here? Did you miss this season? No, she, it was, uh, it was, was she here. left after. I think I left in like the, the spring. Yeah, you left in I the spring. I thought we did a word. Yes, we did. Okay. And we did a word the year before because we I know just we did started. The, word the year before, yeah. yeah. I always do. I feel like last year I didn't, and I feel like my year was weird because of it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it would I be funny. I did one. I'm so... I think you did do one. Yours was kind of like surrender, but it was. Maybe it was surrender. It one was... year it was surrender. It would be funny it, if my word was surrender for the past two years and that my word is still surrender. And then I, I think what I'm really Lord surrendering is. is my brain. And <laughs> no, yours was, was yours was because it, and that's why you. That is my whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't like the words I get. You didn't like it. I yeah. remember that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. After your year after surrender, I'm not so sure that I want this as my <laughs> word anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear it's like your word, that. Though. I think it's your word. Yeah, it's a good word. It yeah. is. Well, so... For everyone uh, but you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For everyone, especially you. <laughs> <laughs> I um I wanted to read this verse, and I don't know. It, it was just the verse on my heart, and I extracted surrender from it, even okay. though it's not really there. Extracted, yes. But 1 Corinthians 13, verse 7, love bears all things, mm. believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. I'm, and I said, I'm not sure exactly what it means um, to believe all things mm. unless it just belie- means believing all the things that God says. Because I don't believe hardly anything anymore <laughs> as far as it pertains to our culture or to mm. things that press in on me from the outside in. Like mm. on a given day, I'll hop into my car and it'll be like the voice of Maine, which is like this very conservative channel that, that speaks more to more christianity and bucking the culture and um and which i love actually i don't i don't flamboyantly shout all my real feelings i'm impressed that you even listen to that i don't picture you listening to that when you get in your car i i don't don't listen to it very long i can handle it in small doses and there's some that i can't listen to because they're a little too doomsday for me and Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. i don't my heart can't go there Mm -hmm. i don't let it 
And I actually don't believe 90% of it because it's always been that way for somebody and we're still here. So I just don't buy it. Nobody knows. Even the people that are like, we know. I'm like, you don't. <laughs> because God says that nobody knows. Right. And so, um, but I... But but just and then other times it's NPR that's on. Kurt's always the one that changes mm-hmm. the channel, so it's like NPR, which is more liberal, and it's just literally like, eh, and I, and then the culture speaking in, and then just and then just fun culture where it's like I'm on TikTok. But it's like as far as believing anything nowadays, I'm just like I believe God, and that is it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I. I've got to just keep him right in front of me. Like it's it's almost like it's like the compass where it's like the the compass is always as we move along, right? It's mm-hmm. wobbling. Mm-hmm. It's wobbly. It's not just like this stuck on. We have to keep looking down at the compass and lining up that arrow every step. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just stay. Right. And God is the one that is right out in front of us and there's all these billions of other paths that break out all around us every day where we could fall out onto a different path where we could like literally just roll away if we're not careful. I mean, there there are some days where I I start the day really strong and I end the day a hot friggin' mess and really struggling with a lot of sinful things, like ranging from all the things. You know. Ranging from all the things. Ranging from <laughs> all the things. Yeah, I agree. yeah, yeah. There's days. No, I mean like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm a 44 year old woman. I can still have a crush on a hot guy who opened a door for me, and and, and be like, honey, there was this really cute guy on the door, and he's like, yeah, and. <laughs> so what's new? Like he just he can see right through all of that with me. Like he'll know if I have a crush on a movie star. Because he'll just see me watching the movie like 5,000 times and he'll be like, so how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) And then what? That's fine. I don't know. We just, we just, he doesn't, he remains unaffected. (laughs) As long as we're here together, like living life, he's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Is that weird? A little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's just him and me then. Yeah. Anyway, that was a really weird tangent. <laughs> that was really a really fast. weird. <laughs> but that could be a podcast for another yeah. day. I feel like we should deep cut that. <laughs> <You're gonna> pre- <laughs> or deep dive it, one or the other. Woo! You guys don't have crushes on movie stars? No. No. Oh. Huh. Okay. I think it. Okay. I'm not going to psychology you, but I think it's. No, do it. In, I think no, do it. Do I think it. it speaks into your lack of contentment. Oh, 100%. So, like, you know what I mean? So, like. Take you me ha- to Jesus. <laughs> like, so, you know, like, no, that your true. house is never good enough. Mm-hmm. And so you oh, see yeah. this guy that Kurt is, knows this. Yeah. He knows, and so he Kurt probably just I'm goes. I'm not afraid of him hearing. He knows me. And he so knows. he. My question is, what would happen if he said that to you? That he watched a movie five times in a row and you knew he had a crush on this girl movie star. Same would you be as gracious with him? Yeah. You would. Okay. 100%. I know all the. Like, he'll be like. Oh, actress, what's her nuts? Like, what's her, her nuts? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he knows her name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any of the girl names. Mm-hmm. And so, but he does. You okay. know all the boy names. I know the boy names. <laughs> he knows the girl names. And I, and they're all cute brunettes. And okay. they all look just like me. And it's so funny that and is cute. Funny. And I'll be like, oh, you like her. And yeah. be like, Peter's mm. same. Um, no, I... 
I think, mine are all musicians. P.S. I don't know so where Kurt funny. and I. We started our relationship. Uh, this is the weirdest podcast yet. This is, I think <laughs> I we need to retitle this. And <laughs> retitle this as, we'll just take it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And like, I feel like we're going deep. See, we're surrendering, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're just giving into this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know where we're going with this, but him and I started as eight-year-olds. I made fun of him. The first thing I ever said was, you look weird. Then we became best friends. We were best friends for a really long time. Then we were a threesome, like me, Katie, and Kurt. And I always thought he was going to choose her because I never felt good enough. I never felt pretty. I never felt like I was the one he was going to pick. Then he picked me. Actually confessed that he'd been in love with me for a very long time. Then um, we dated. I broke up with him eight ways to Sunday. That Uh, man. Uh, then, you were a gift, Kurt Anderson. Uh, and then my I, mama. I was the day there, of my I was wedding. There through all the breakups, it was a day. It was rough. Then my then, then my mama on the day of my wedding, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. She's like, You will do it. He is the only one who will ever put up with you. <laughs> and she called it. Amen. Amen. I, was, mm-hmm. I heard it. A to the men. Mm-hmm. But he knew. He knew that I was a hot mess. Mm. Um, there's just the other day, I kid you not, just the other day, and he can validate this if you need him to, I said, you know, sometimes I really want to run away to Europe and have a toward love affair with a stranger. Oh my gosh. And children, avert your ears. (laughs) Excuse me. Are you literally saying that you never have thoughts like that? No. Okay. Well, I'm sure that other women do. I'm sure. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, yeah, not that. Not that intense. Well, I just said it out loud. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, and he's like, yeah, I know. I get you. I I understand. (laughs) I was like, if I was financially uh, independent, I was like, it would be a struggle for me right now. And he's like, that's why I'm glad you're not. Oh, my goodness. But we were just having a very frank conversation. But um, (laughs) Amy's getting uncomfortable that she's twiddling with her No, (laughs) I have so many thoughts about this. I think think you hit the nail on the head about that. Yeah, it's the contentment. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so interesting to me. I could could live. I have an inside my mind. I have a thousand lives that I wish I could live. Mm. They're all very different from each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. But all very real yeah to me in yeah, my yes. mind yes and this is just one of them right right and i would agree and so mm. it's I, and i don't know what that is like i felt i have felt that way since i was like well, it's your artistic like so growing up next to you you're incredibly artistic and intelligent in a way that most people aren't when you're super super art artistic and so you actually see the world differently than most humans i think true artists do oh that's yeah, why they sure. that's why a lot of them go crazy or chop off their ear mm. like van gogh um <laughs> or struggle with mental illness or str- you know like there's that there because you see the world and i remember in co- high school learning about and i forget if it was socrates or whoever but there was a man who tried to describe um art and when you see something in your mind as an artist and then you put it on paper, it's never as good in your mm-hmm. mind. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I remember. Our and then you hate yourself. And that's exactly <laughs> it. And then you hate. And so you have to continue to imagine worlds where mm. it would be perfect on the outside. I told Kurt many, many times over the course of my life, 
I wish that I was content with like this sort of very simple life, mm-hmm. but my brain does not does not never allow me mm-hmm. to like live like that at all. Mm-hmm. It's and yeah. it's not content, mm-hmm. and everything about life to me feels small. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have the residual c- trauma of poverty in your life. And so because of that, it's almost like you say often, like you live vicariously through your boys. You live vicariously through these other lives as well. And so it's mm-hmm. like you see <clears throat> an attractive man in, who's famous and wealthy and you're like, yep, I'm going to marry him and I'm going to have my <laughs> castle and my villa with the couch and I will tour Europe and I'll go here and I'll have a chalet and I'll wear Prada and like you and and because nobody understands like I've never met anyone who understood quality of art and fashion and aesthetic like you so y- you you have you are the definition of um champagne taste and a Bud Light budget like you are you know <laughs> what I mean thank and, you I think no, it's, you, it's a curse honestly I I think it will forever be your yeah. thorn thorn that you will yeah. always struggle against because mm-hmm. uh, for sure mm-hmm. yeah but uh and it took a long time to get here I this year more than any other year I do feel God actually breaking through that crustiness mm-hmm. and finding true surrender and like um for the mm-hmm. first time I'm like truly for the first time because I've been fighting it for a very long time mm-hmm. fighting the like waking up and fighting it but I think I'm in my mid 40s. Mm-hmm. I'm like a lot of the dreams that I had of whatever having my own shop or having my own whatever this or that all the things it's sort of melted away it's fallen over off to the wayside in a way that's like peaceful Mm. it doesn't feel angsty Mm -hmm. um I I feel a little bit tired Mm. of having dreams that I'm and, and having things where I feel like it's a fight I think I'm tired of the fight um I think some of the wishfulness is still there and I think it will always be there probably till the minute I die. But I think there's more of like a longing for heaven, not in a morbid way, but just in this, that's my home. Mm -hmm. That's where I belong. And there is this quote by C.S. Lewis where it's like, um, you know, talking to humanity in general where it's like, we all have a sense that we don't quite belong here. Mm-hmm. And it's because we don't. Right. Yes. It's so good. We're mm-hmm. longing for a, th- for a thing that we can't find here. And it's because it's not here. Right. <laughs> it's in heaven waiting for us. And I, I was, I think I'm just a little bit busting out of that. Like that's where I've always been where it's like, I'm, I'm so keenly, no one ever said that to me. But that's so keenly where I've been, where I was born there, mm-hmm. on that edge where I'm like, I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I don't but fit now, in instead of here. trying to find your identity in the Swiss Alps, you're now <laughs> yeah. seeing you actually belong. 
Right. That's not, you're going to feel that There's way There's nowhere in too. Europe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. There's you're nowhere. You're going to feel that way there too. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. good growth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's good growth. And, I've, and, I, and I feel like God has broken through that even without me ever being there. Yeah. It's like, I don't have to check that off my bucket list. God's my bucket list. Mm-hmm. And I can, if... If he so wills, like that, that all the things that I sort of dream about hap- happening, wonderful, but I don't feel like I need that anymore. I think God's breaking down mm. that, mm. like, sort of anxiety of mm. I've never lived if I don't live anywhere beyond Winterport, Maine. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's like he doesn't say things like that. My life could end today where it's, and it's like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not much to talk about. You know, and it's just like we had my little sister over and she was just like, you know, we all or you were saying, Amber, we all are trying to be famous or we feel like we need to be like known for something. And God's like, I just want you to love me. I don't I'm not asking you to do this super grand thing. Mm -hmm. I just want you to love me. And And his definition of grand, his view of success is so different from the world's standards. Mm hmm. For reals. Yeah, he loves like the 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 people in the Bible that stopped what they were doing and washed his feet with their hair. Mm-hmm. Like that's all he said about them. He didn't say like what their day job was or what they were wearing or how much it cost or whether or not they lived in a big house or a small house or a so house. The greatest in heaven are actually going to be the least of these here. Right. And in <laughs> fact, when right. you think of you know, it, we're recording this before Christmas. You won't be hearing it until after Christmas. But teaching the ch- my kindergartners, I taught them the story of Christ, and I we learned Isaiah six nine. You know, and. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, a Mighty God, an Everlasting Father, and a Prince of Peace. And so we recited it, and we sang it like Handel, and it was adorable, because they were like, olders, you know, they were su- it was super cute, but they knew it, and we listened to the song, and then we read the story of Jesus, and who was born of poor people, and born in a barn, and no one knew him. And I said, huh, guys? You know, talking to my, does that sound like Isaiah? Hmm. Like, does that sound like like governments on his shoulders? And it was so profound to hear children see that he was the king of the world and he came so meek. Hmm. And I think we often get lost and like the Pharisees got lost in the, in the Jewish leaders who were longing for this great king that was going to come and overrule the governments and take over the world in their mind and they were going to have a new Jerusalem. And what they got was this mm-hmm. son of a carpenter who was not attractive, we we're told. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't anything to be fond after. He was very meek he was a servant he was poor starving sometimes he you know like he walked with the beggars and the prostitutes and the tax collectors that's who he ate with he Mm -hmm. was the opposite and yet that is what makes him such a wonderful counselor a mighty god and everlasting father and prince of peace Mm -hmm. and so we often you're right. We often think like the Pharisees. We were like, we think that success and beauty and greatness and what name will be above all names is if we're famous on TikTok or if we're a famous artist or if we're a famous wedding planner or we're a famous whatever. Like that that is what's going to give us 
the the clout and the love and the respect but it's not that like Mm -hmm. it is that you know we can share the word with our children and they will grow up and become and love the Lord or being a good mother or taking care of our people and the ripple effect of the small things Mm -hmm. versus the the giant big things and I think you see that I think you see that in the world like famous people who are committing suicide and that are supposed to be you know we me and Parker were talking about that other day because I loved that the dancer twitch I I watched him I watched him twitch twitch and I remember he I remember him winning and like uh-huh. weeping and loving him and me and Parker were talking about that like he had every single thing the world believed you needed mm-hmm. he was he won a reality show mm-hmm. he was famous he was on Ellen mm-hmm. his friends were all famous people he married this beautiful woman he had beautiful children he had a big gorgeous house he Got to do what he loved for a living, and he killed himself. When? Be- uh, just recently. Just like recently. Oh my gosh! And yeah. and and I, you know, because we don't, because again, we live in a society where mm. that's supposed to be fulfilling. And if he's not feeling fulfilled, mm-hmm. could you imagine how crushing that must be? If mm. you are a millionaire, and if you have everything that the world says you're supposed to have, and you still feel lost and lonely in your own heart, you must feel hopeless. Well, not only that, I think the pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! These days, to be something, whatever and that stay is, something, and not just and stay, stay something. something. That's the thing. I mean, it's immense, and it's a daily pressure. It's this, and it's it's right at your fingertips. And it, I just pray that my kids, honestly, um, actually, it was really sweet, Amy. This was probably at the beginning of the spring. Um, the boys were had made like a music video or something mm-hmm. that they posted on YouTube and it was really sweet. It was a remake. It was just like a they did a, a little tribute to someone else's song. But I was speaking to both of them. I was like, you guys could both be famous if you wanted to be because you, you're both adorable and so talented and so musical. And you could go as far as you wanted with your music if you decided to pour yourselves into it and Jesse Amy's son was just like I don't think I want that for my life (laughs) I just I want like a simple life I don't Mm. I don't want to be famous Mm. and I was just like oh okay (laughs) all right I received that but I was thinking I can see what they could I see potential I see Mm -hmm. like um, I love film and filmography and music and like meshing those things together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can see and know exactly what it would take to get you, you know, mm-hmm. if you, if your talent combined with those things and our culture, mm-hmm. it's a winning combination. Like mm-hmm. it would just work. Yeah. And but it was interesting that all the wisdom of a 15 year old boy would be like, well, I don't I don't even want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there there's I, I think. It is like the, the our expectation combined with an outward pressure that's creating a yeah, lot he's, of he's seen sad a lot of young kids who are epically talented go off the deep end too when they right. got famous so young, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not real. That's not. It's not yeah. the everyday in right. and out of life. 
Like, You're right. We're only going to have to be able to do our word today, and then we'll yeah, have to maybe do the we other do one. A wordy podcast. <laughs> today yeah. we talk about surrender. Yes, <laughs> could do that. Yeah, I love it. Well, how okay. many minutes in are we? A half hour. Yeah, wow. I think we yeah. do. We still could surrender. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, well, well, let's just reel it right back in for the ending then. And I, I so all the things I think from my heart, yes, uh, God is breaking down a lot of the striving the wishing for the the things and like helping me come out into this different place of like I am I am surrendered to your plan for my life your story um the your quietness like this year he literally wanted me to lay everything down like not I haven't I haven't knit anything to sell I haven't made anything to sell I haven't tried to like force anything to happen and I and I loved that like I loved that motion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I felt him very very strongly asking me not to do that this year Mm. Uh, just to really like have a year where I wasn't trying so hard and it has meant that I didn't have as much money to a b or c and it's like he's just like but that's okay you're fine all your basic needs are being met and then some Mm -hmm. Breathe. you're good you're good yeah. like mm-hmm. just stay in this place where have you're... you enjoyed it like i was wondering it's how still it feels a, it's it's still a it's still like um but not knitting and stuff has that been different well i fill up the time now with like i'm trying to write books instead so i it's it's like one creative th- but it's very very different mm-hmm. it's very different and well it's not instant gratification for there's you no instant mm-hmm. and it's much more like um an exercise of discipline which i don't have yes you do you just don't think you do (sighs) yeah well it's a struggle for me to sit down and do the things i don't love to do and writing a book and compiling and like really thinking is hard for me so it's been a very different process and i don't i haven't found the process yet Mm -hmm. that works for me Mm -hmm. like the time and it's it's much like mothering where it's like uh okay i've got an hour i'm gonna yeah. try to do this for an hour it takes you 15 minutes to warm up yep it takes you 15 minutes to cool down and so what you really only have in the middle is a half hour of pro- productivity mm-hmm. and so which is hard when yeah. you're writing because you kind of get into a zone and then you have to stop mm-hmm. and so i am really like trying to figure out and both of you girls know i'm a squirrel so like i distraction easily easily so it's tough um it's slow going but i think it's been a good um just resign like lessons in resignation of like this is what god wants for me i don't love it i don't think you have to love some of the seasons Mm -hmm. that you're in that you're being asked to do i think it can be like kind of a fight but but the obedience is there where it's like all right, my hands are off. Uh, they're off the wheel, uh, but I still don't love, love the it. direction I'm going. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that's hard for me. Uh, but I'm surrendered. Right. I'm I'm doing the things. My hands are up, and I'm just keeping my hands up for now, mm-hmm. and and not forcing anything. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I was wondering how it was with you. It's awkward. It's awkward as all things because I I (laughs) still have a lot of people that are like, so what did you make this year and what are you doing and how's your shop? And I'm like, well, I don't have a shop anymore, really. I just have a studio that's finally here and now I'm not really in it that much. (laughs) And, uh, you know, 
because God is a God of irony a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he brings us to this place that I, I don't know if it's because we tried to build it ourselves and he allowed that to happen. But then he's like, ah, now I'm taking it all away. <laughs> and then we're like, why? Now what? Mm. Right. Now what do I do? Now who am I? Now, I mean, Amy, you've gone through this multiple times over where it's like, uh, everything I've been working for for years, uh, you just took away, and I have no idea what that means for me now. Yeah. And so I, I think for now, it's just, um, he's teaching me how to be quiet mm-hmm. and to slow down, to not be afraid of myself. Um, I'm not someone who, like, I don't love spending time with myself. Yeah. Because I, uh, I always, I, I'm just filled with self-loathing. If it's not about something I'm doing, then it's about my body or it's about my voice or the fact that I have a zit or that my <laughs> hair is not doing what I want it to do. Like, I'm so self-focused. Mm. And so... I think I'm learning less, like surrendering to the fact that I'm getting older mm-hmm. and the just all the things, letting, you know, letting those dreams go. Some of the things where you're like, based on time alone, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Right. You know, I can't go back to school to get a PhD in filmography. Or maybe I can, but I don't know. He's uh, a lot of irony, but also I've seen so time and time again where he'll ask you to lay something down or, or ask you to do something or whatever. And in your brain, it's like by all human reasoning this will never happen or this could never happen mm-hmm. and he can change things on a dime that's true you know yeah. what i mean and so and he yeah. also like i love that like delight yourself in the lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart i don't think um, like prosperity gospel necessarily but i do think like he knows us he made us he knows the desires of your heart he made you mm-hmm. he's a good father yeah and so you know he'll either change the desires of your heart to become what he wants right. it to be or <laughs> he'll answer that question in a completely different way i think he's He's a god of irony, but he's also like crazy creative and he loves yeah. to delight in his kids. Oh, yeah. And I've seen that time and time again. Oh, for sure. I am living in the house that I dreamt of as a being a little girl. Yeah. I would look across the street from my bedroom window, <laughs> which I can see from here, <laughs> at this house. Hmm. And I have drawn this house, doodled it <laughs> a true. thousand times. Hmm. It was this little colonial house on a little tiny hill with a barn <laughs> and a tree next to it. <laughs> You can look through any of my journals. That's it's so really true because you taught me art lessons. And yeah. one of the first things we drew was this house. Was a colonial, a, a little yes. colonial house. No, we looked out your window and you're like, okay, now do you see how <laughs> this is a square? And I was like, no, not really. Right. <laughs> well, y- 25 years later yeah. and I'm living in that house. Yep. And the, Lord is the only reason why we got the house is because of it was like the bottom of the market. Mm-hmm. We could afford it right then in that little window yeah. where it's yep. like – you know, and so he does definitely. So I'm just he, saying dreams you've put to the side where you're like, I have no time left. Yeah. I, I, he could shock you someday right. and, and lay something at your feet that would take you humanly years. Right. right. And he could say, here you go. But he wants to give it to you. He doesn't yeah. want you to strive for it. And he right. might not either, but that's, I think that's where the trust in, like, he is a good father. Yeah. And it reminds me of that hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. Like, mm-hmm. learning to let, like... That hymn is so heart-wrenching because it's about a man whose family yeah. drowned in a boat mm. boat accident or yeah. like shipwreck. Yeah. And he wrote that song, It Is Well With My Soul. When he was 
in the boat going, going over, over the water where they drowned. Yeah, but that's that's the heart posture we should be yes. in. Yeah, that yeah. he, you know, like Peter. I'm Peter always says it. Like when our furnace breaks, or yeah. you know, me and Amy Bridge. are in the same. He always says, "The Lord giveth." Then the Lord take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah. Like we can't. And he seems to take in threes. <laughs> I said, I said, Kevin's like, you're so superstitious. I'm like, I'm not. I'm just, I can, let me, let me list them for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, one, two, three. <laughs> so don't say that because we only have one right now. Lord, please. Um, but, you know, I think that that's a beautiful thing about surrender mm-hmm. is that the Lord trust. could give it. It's a, it is. It's a surrender. I wonder if it, it's a synonym for trust, like mm, surrender. Yeah, I mean that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why this verse to me meant surrender. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, mm. and all the things that God has for our life. He will help us to love, to believe, to hope, and to endure. He will help us to the yes. very end. He will not leave mm. you. He will not forsake you. He knows that you are dust and he will get yes. you to the other side. Do you want to hear the definition? It's so good. Of, of surrender. surrender? Yes. So there's a verb and then there's a noun because you guys know. And I did re- pre-read them so they're not. If you say uncooked, <laughs> <so> help me. <laughs> no. Cease resistance to an opponent and submit to their authority. Give up or hand over typically on compulsion or demand Mm -hmm. to lose or to lose a point or an advantage Uh, abandon oneself entirely Mm, to a powerful emotion or influence given Mm -hmm. into yes to abandon oneself entirely entirely Mm -hmm. so good I feel like that's where God's bringing me like you need to completely let go girl yep abandon myself I love it like cease the resistance too like cease the resistance you have to cease Cease the resistance (laughs) Rachel that is so good cease well and desist if that was my prayer then it would be like pray that I can cease the resisting and just truly learn to let go yeah so good